Hey, hey, everyone. I'm Katie McGregor-Bennett, your host of Connecting Tech and Design, a podcast that discusses the intersection of technology and design and talks with the people that are in it, the brands that are part of it, and the events that are surrounding it. We don't have very many of those events right now. Hans Podcast World is alive and well. I want to introduce you today to Lawrence Carr. and She is a fascinating woman based in New York, the CEO and creative director of the eponymous award-winning design boutique firm, Lawrence Carr Design. The firm is focused on holistic and sustainable residential and hospitality interiors, and Lawrence is a leading voice in the field of holistic interior design with current features in Forbes, The Wall Street Journal, Business of Home, and more. We found Lawrence on social media, got fascinated by her stories, her blogs, and the things that she's featuring on her website and in her feeds. Couldn't wait to have the conversation. We had to put it on pause for a little bit while this little thing called COVID made its way around the world. Uh, I'm happy to be back on the mic and really happy to be talking with Lawrence today. Lawrence, thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for having me, Katie. Great to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you are in New York City. Um, Talk to me a little bit. You know, I don't don't want to go too far down this path, but what's it like in New York as you sit there today? Um, You know, I have to say the streets are pretty, (laughs) pretty empty um, most of the time and the activity is really reduced. Um, and uh, access to the office is basically uh, um, being very well back to zero um, in uh, March. Um, and in April, we started to have a slightly access uh, to the office, but um, on very, very monitored uh, hours. Uh, and um, and I have to say that I haven't been much. You know, I just live outside uh, on the outskirts of New York City and I'd rather just work from home. Um, it's, I feel much safer, you know, I get my mail, um, you know, FedExed and (laughs) Mm -hmm. shipped, uh, you know, uh, back home and, um, I'm working virtually, uh, from home most, uh, well, 100% basically just, just for safety reasons Mm -hmm. and try not to, to go there too much. Yeah. Yeah. Now we were talking a little bit from the beginning and we'll, we will hit the backup button here momentarily and, uh, and I'll give you a little bit more about, or I'll have Lawrence give you a little bit more about her background. But as we were talking before we started recording your business, you've actually structured your business to accommodate this type of environment very, very well. Uh, little did you know, I'm sure that this event or, or, or this type of pandemic um, would ever be a situation that we faced, but talk a little bit about how you structured your firm. Um, talk a little bit about the virtual side, because I, I found fascinating as we were chatting earlier. Thank you. Yeah, so when I launched a business a few years ago, I I could not think of not having um, a digital side um, of it. So I thought, you know, 50% of it, I will set it up as a traditional firm where we'll we'll have in-person projects and and just run a business as traditional interior design business. Um, But on the other end, I could not imagine setting up um, my business without having a blog. Uh, a website and uh, and e-design services um, simply because I uh, probably to uh, this train of thought was actually um, driven by two factors. One um, is that I lived in um, you know basically four continents uh, in the world, and I always. Um, um, staying connected with different, um, you know, um, cultures and, and sets of friends and acquaintances that, um, well, that I met, you know, while living in these different countries. Uh, and, um, 
as well as um, when I went to Parsons and, you know, did uh, this degree in interior design, I learned uh, how to uh, draw and design with computers and softwares uh, on with 2D and 3D and doing 3D renderings and working with CAD and Revit. And, um, and so for me, it was just kind of a, you know, uh, obvious that I should use these skills, um, work with, um, you know, designers who would work with, for me, um, and become part of Laurent's car design team. And so we could deliver the service anywhere in the world. And, and, and so that's how I set it up 50%. Traditional fifty percent online. So now, since this happened, <laughs> um, you know, obviously we're on pause. Where we are, we were working on free. Um, we are working on free, uh, actually large uh, high-end residential project. We usually do high-end, and um, and they're on pause. Um, and our clients are thankfully very, very understand. Um, you know, the ball of the situation. They understand. Yeah. Uh, so what we do now is that we are moving 100% uh, um, towards uh, virtual services, e-design services, and we are also producing the blog. The blog has been, uh, you know, having uh, quite some success. Um, it's it's a two-year-old blog, um, and um, and so we are also having a lot. Of, we also have an e-boutique where it's more of a page of an inspiration, and I really recommend um, you know kind of a shop the look some uh, products uh, with you know wellness and sustainability. But now we are going to go further and really go by room and inspire. We did that a while ago, but and we're going back to it. Um, and also, I'm um, creating with a team more uh, digital downloads products, how to um, design tips. Um, the demand, there's really an uptick in demand um, on uh, some very specific uh, demands, such as home office work, <laughs> you know, um, uh, how to, to make sure my background looks good. Um, we were just talking about this. Um, so there's a lot of how-to and design tips that we can give. Um, you know, we've always, always that lens of wellness, which in that case is really mental well-being, you know, making sure that emotional and mental well-being will stay there and how can we just support from our end as well as sustainable, um, a sustainable approach. Yeah. 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 Uh, boy, I mean, it, what a, what a fantastic decision to make early, early on. And um, I can only imagine, I mean, you, you must be incredibly busy right now, given that your, your business was already accommodating in that, in that e-design space. Um, so it's, it, yeah. Congratulations on, on, on that. Um, oh, thank you. Thank we, you. We yes, talked, it is busy. It is busy. It is. And, you know, but I think it's, you know, much, um, I mean, you've got such a great diversity of offering as well. And so, you know, and you talked a little bit about with the digital downloads and the shop, the look and the blog, especially, and that, that the blog is where we originally connected and it was an article that you had done the beginning of the year and we were talking about 2020 um, design trends, architecture trends, and with a specific focus on wellness. I think this, you published this right before the KBiz IBIS um, design construction week. Yeah. And just a really, really great article. And um, it's so had such a great alignment with um, a lot of what we're talking about on the AB and the technology side as, as well. Um, And it's just been really encouraging that um, designers like yourself that are inspired by, um, 
inspired by technology and uh, and acceptance of bringing technology into your designs, but creating holistic designs that also have technology as part of them and not having technology be the the, the feared aspect or element of the room. Um, and you know, it's, it warms our heart on the AV side to <laughs> to to see that to see that happening and really to see the interest level from the design from the design community for um, for that. So there was there was a few things on that article that I wanted to just kind of to, to bring to light. And if I, if I could, I would just wanted to kind of quote a little bit of it. So this was, you said, when architects and designers create spaces, we should focus increasingly and soon unwaveringly on the human experience, connecting people to the spaces where they live, work, and play. Whether with regard to aesthetics or sustainability, our job is to mold designs to fit people rather than to expect people to mold themselves themselves to fit our designs. Sustainable technologies work best when people are excited to use them or when they offer a sense of luxury rather, rather than deprivation. And he went on to say a perfect example of that is smart technology. And this is, of course, where we leaned in and said, yes, we agree. <laughs> By promoting users' autonomy and catering to individual needs, it provides a desirable service, yet it can also help conserve energy with intelligent sensors and automation. If technology is designed in service of people, we can become a driving force for efficient, livable, and sustainable cities. And I love that. If technology is designed in service of people, we can become a driving force for efficient, livable, and sustainable cities. Um, it just, you know, it, it's just so good. So good. And um, so I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit, you know, un- unpack that as they say. Um, tell me a little bit more about, you know, your, your philosophy on that and how, and how that comes through in your work. Uh, thank you. Thank you first for, you know, the very positive uh, feedback on that blog. So, yes. Um, so we really, um, uh, I really design um, for human-centered design. Um, and, and in addition to that, um, so let me backtrack here. I mean, uh, human centered design. So what is it? It's really creating spaces, um, based on, on the human experience. So what it means is, is how does, um, a, a person, you know, circulate, uses the space, so feeling that space. Um, we have in the very beginning of a first interaction with clients, uh, you know, a questionnaire that really goes deep into that, that um, phase that I call the, the design research. Um, and, and it's about understanding um, only the surface of, you know, yes, I want to change furniture, I want this layout, you know, what aspect interior architecture do I want to um, refresh, renovate, or, you know, if it's a construction build and, and add in. Uh, but also we really go deep uh, beyond the aesthetics of how uh, that person physically uses space and how they want to feel. And, and that's what I call really truly uh, human-centered design. There's another aspect uh, that is, is about the customization um, and it's, it's how can we make it um, for each client, you know, a unique space. And, and this is really because we take into account uh, what that client, you know, a lifestyle is um, and aspirations and needs and, and vision. Um, and of course, you know, within all that, there's always, you know, budget and, and timeline and so on. Um, but um, to tie this in also about my approach of holistic uh, design, it's really... 
really creating spaces that help rejuvenate and replenish in the areas of wellness and well-being. Um, and sometimes, you know, some of our clients are interested in spiritual growth. Um, but what we do with um, what I call holistic design is really the mix of using Eastern, uh, ancient Eastern techniques, um, such as, uh, you know, the itching numbers to make decisions, feng shui, uh, sacred geometry, and biophilia, um, as well as more, you know, design and architectural techniques that work together. Um, and so bo using both techniques, um, you know, contribute to uh, the uh, client's well-being. And the aspect that I haven't uh, mentioned yet is um, the sustainability aspect. It's like we are um, really focused on um, how to make these spaces as uh, eco-friendly as possible. From the building aspect, working with the architect uh, from the very beginning to um, to um, designing and choosing at the end the furniture and accessories um, with, you know, green in mind, eco-friendliness uh, in mind. And one more aspect that I haven't talked about in all this description is, you know, how do we integrate? So part of that sustainable and human-centered design is integrating uh, smart technology. We are in the 21st century, and, and every day there are new technological development. Um, so we have to understand, we have to keep abreast, we have to keep reading as designers or, you know, as architects and builders as well. Continuously, we have to keep updated on what's going on. And so um, what we want to make sure part of human-centered design is also promoting, you know, the users, the users' autonomy. So in our case, it's the clients, you know, autonomy and making sure we cater every individual needs. Um, so that's how we make sure that we, we integrate from the very beginning, you know, smart technology. And, and we can talk about this in more detail, you know, but in the meantime, integrating smart technology with in mind, always conserving energy, you know, making sure that we are going to have a sustainable approach. And that's where I say that, you know, uh, in fact, the marriage of smart technology um, with really this human-centered design allows us to create sustainable interiors as well. So uh, the smart technology is not the end, the really end end pro product, but it's it's a means to creating a sustainable uh, environment. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That it's a means um, to build to to building the sustainability. Um, so, give me some examples um, where where in your designs. Um, and I've got the benefit of your website open, so let me just take a quick pause for the audience here. Uh, if you're listening in, and if you haven't uh, jumped ahead on the notes to know how to find Lawrence on the web, go now. Um, and uh, if you're if you're at your computer, go now. It's Lawrence Carr, L A U R E N C E C A R R. Dot com. Um, and you'll across the top, you'll see your portfolio. And we're going to dive into a couple of those here. Uh, maybe dive in a little bit. But so, uh, Lawrence, uh, some illustrations. And if any of those are on your site, just uh, make a make a reference if they like I'm looking on the contemporary um, yes. uh, project, for instance. So, you know, as as you're going through this, just so that the audience could kind of, you know, listen to what you're saying, but then also take a peek at your website and see how that how that plays through in your design. Um, but so, yes. Yeah, so, so let's talk about a residential 
social pro projects, just to give an example. Yeah. Um, and, and how did we uh, uh, use and how did we approach the design to combine uh, smart technology and integrate it from the very beginning, right? I think yeah. that's, that's a question. Absolutely. Um, so what we do is that we work with our architects from the very beginning, you know, as soon as we have identified um, our client's objective and, and vision. And, and so from the very beginning, we will just talk about how can we integrate, you know, a smart ecosystem that will address all the different aspects, you know, the lighting, the air, you know, um, uh, climate control, um, as well as all the uh, different kitchen appliances, laundry appliances, um, as well as room appliances, as well as... Um, audio speakers and any other you know, luxury comfort that we want to integrate. So that's where we start. And, and from the um, RCP, the reflective ceiling plan, to you know, the floor plan, we will just think about with the electrical plan, we will uh, just think about how and where do we put every of these components um, there. Um, then we'll, we'll go toward you know, a company, um, a company uh, such as I'm just going to give some names, not no specific affiliation, but just to give an idea, Control yeah. 4, Savant, you know, and other companies who have the ability to pair with, you know, more than 10,000, 13,000 products, you know, because of the amplitude and, and the large, um, you know, um, uh, size of, of a company, they, they, they are national companies and they pair with different, you know, tech, uh, smart tech uh, products. Um, so we, we, we meet with them, we speak about, you know, different uh, capacity, we put some beads as well, you know, what can you do for this, you know, 9,000, 13,000, 15,000 square feet, you know, residents. Mm -hmm. um, these are the needs. This is what they're thinking from the security system, smart or locks, lighting, appliances, um, you know, so they can take immediate control as well as, you know, um, some people infrared, you know, in the ceilings when they have a beautiful patio that goes to the backyard, but they want to just keep, you know, warm uh, on the cooler evenings in nice temperature, um, climate control, um, and so on, you know, speakers and music. And so um, from then on, then we, we understand, you know, what is possible, what are the different options, and then, um, and then we, we, you know, we finalize, you know, the design concept and if it's uh, uh, acceptable on, for many different aspects, you know, timeline, budget, of course, um, and uh, different devices that can work with each other. Um, so then we go ahead and then really work into, you know, integrated these, uh, these systems, you know, these art systems, um, into the into the residence. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if I have answered. Oh, you did. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And in fact, you, you've, you've led me to a few more. Um, go figure. <laughs> some of, some of the specifics that you mentioned, um, you know, with, with regard to, to lighting, um, climate control, um, audio side and other, other luxuries, um, you know, video experiences, home theaters. I don't know how those are playing into any of your spaces, but smart locks. I mean, all of those um, are definitely front of front of mind for us on the, on the integration side as, as well. Um, talk to me a little bit about where, where does technology come into the conversation as, as you walked in, as you started to answer that last question, you said that when we're working with an architect, once we know our client's vision, um, which 
leads me to believe that you have the, the client, the project is coming to the architect through you as the designer. Um, and you, mm-hmm. are you bringing on the architect typically at that point? No, I have to yeah. say it varies. Uh, okay. The architects bring me in mm-hmm. uh, because we had a long time relationship and mm-hmm. they really know, you know, um, it often works that way, but yeah. it can also work the way that um, a client, uh, yeah, if you have a way around, you know, a yeah, client sure. is really looking to work with me and and so therefore I just try to find the best architects yeah. <laughs> that yeah. will fit, uh, you know, their need. Um, some, you know, I have to say we, we, we work on quite large residents, uh, so it really takes like a long, there's a really long time lead, you know, uh, you know two years. Yeah, it's two, two, years. It's two, three typical. Uh, two to three, um, you know, uh, one and a half when it's more just a, like a partial renovation. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but yes, it's really two to three years. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, so it varies, you know, and, and so, yes, the point of me saying that is that we've been working on large, uh, um, residences, but there is a new, uh, uh um, recent, uh, demand of a smaller energy efficient, uh, you know, passive house, um, um, kind of, you know, it's not there yet, but we see them. We've seen quite a few in the Hamptons and just, just started on working on one of those and uh, just very, very, very beginning. So I can't, can't speak too much about this, but it's like, you know, energy efficient, small, functional, smart, minimal with minimal design, um, which is anyway why also a lot of people come come to to us um, because they're like this clean line, simple, um, you know, declutter and functional functionality, yeah. uh, but as well as comfort. You know, we're going to only focus on the essential. Um, so I'm not sure I answered your questions. Right? You did, yeah. yeah. No, mm-hmm. no, you you did, you did absolutely. So then, kind of the you know peeling back that layer again. So at what point in this conversation does technology really take? Um, once, once you know that, that t- technology plays a role in your client's life, um, and needs to be part of, of that vision and, uh, and incorporated into the project, how, at what point do you start kind of digging into those details with the client to better understand the type of experience and therefore how to design for that second part of that question is, and then at what point do, does an integrator, um, or somebody on the technology side get involved and kind of how does that relationship come together or has already been established? And a two-part question. Oh, that's a great question. Yes. Um, so um, the first part of the question, um, I think it's really, we have a very uh, streamlined process and, and, and at the very beginning in, in our very, very long questionnaire, <laughs> you know, once we establish, we, we want to work together, which, you know, happens after first, you know, a few meetings and really uh, we have, it's really part, as I was mentioning a little bit before, of um, our design research uh, pro- project, which is key for us. And so, of course, we have very wellness-centric questions, um, which are going to be about the feel and all the holistic part of it. Um, but we also have very technical, um, very thorough, um, you know, uh, questions. And this will include the smart uh, technology question and we have to know right away how much you know technology is important and I have to say I mean I have to say 95% of our clients and I think they come to us because they read our blog because they understand we mm. integrate you know smart home so they they just they just they just want it um, so it's more of a of a discussion about you know integrated lighting you know that way you know and and you know uh, 
all, all the air circulation, HVAC, thermotas, thermo, thermostat, um, lighting and all the switches, you know, where are we going to put it? How are we going to just use it in one app? You know, Alexa, Google Home, you know, we'll just have start straight away talking about this. You know, how much do you like voice over control uh, versus, you know, pressing, you know, some, some of these <laughs> switches, you know. Do you like uh, buttons? Do you like switches? <laughs> or do you like to use your voice? Let's start there. <laughs> Some people like that. You I know, know. It's very important. It's or is it just, you know, from your from your phone uh, or voice over control, you know? it's uh, um, um, And then your kitchen appliances, you know, how, you know, people talk about steam oven and induction. Well, I know, I know they know. They're educated about this and they know what they want, you know, and some for the, some from some others, it's just quite new, but they are interested and they understand. They understand that this is really a return of, of investment, you know, yeah. uh, and especially when you when you do such renovation, you, you, you think about you know what 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 is going on for the next ten years, you know, and how can I just make this investment? So, um, and then did I answer your second question? No, the second qu- part of the question is um, so once all these decisions have been made, we go and work with the architects and and then come up with a budget. Once the budget, the second phase is the budget has been all discussed, accepted, um, and and we know with who you know. Uh, which beads we're going to go uh, with, you know, and which company we're going to go with, um, then, um, you know, this company, uh, this smart integrated company will, will um, recommend us the rep from the local, you know, the state, wherever we are, if we work in New York, New Jersey, uh, Connecticut, or, you know, Los Angeles. Um, and then we're being introduced to that rep and then we will work very closely um, they actually have a network, you know, Control 4, Seven. They all have a network of reps who will be dedicated to the project and with who, hopefully, we're going to work from beginning to the end, uh, you know, assuming everything goes, goes well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. So it sounds like um, if I and if I understood it, it clipped just a little bit there. Not enough to make to make an impact on the recording. I think. Um, oh, oh. But no, no, no. But so so it sounds as though the rela- so the relationship with um, with the technology integrators coming at the referral from the control platform supplier. In mm-hmm. your case, Control Four or Savant, but um, other other brands same similar similar process. So that's actually really really interesting. Um, we haven't heard as much of, of that, which is great. Um, the role that the manufacturer is playing in aligning the design, the designer with the, with the right integrator for the project. And that's beautiful because the manufacturers obviously are the most educated. They know, you know, they know, they know the capabilities and limitations of their products. Um, and obviously are, are looking to cater to the best possible experience. So I'm very happy to hear that. That's something. Happening. Yes. Yes, but I will add that the key thing here is once we have them, and, and we had to talk about this at, at KB's 2020, the key importance of having the designer who is knowledgeable um, appliances, these aspects, you know, this, you know, integrated app, um, all of these aspects. So we can be the driver. Not one is taking over, nor the client, nor this uh, rep, you know, um, from these companies. But truly they know, they're very technical and they will know, but we know as the designer what our client wants and we can be the only voice to actually oversee. And, and, and that is a very important point you just raised because mm-hmm. 
we designers really need to educate ourselves. That comes back to a point I was referring before mm -hmm. about the smart technology. Yeah. Be aware of all these developments so we can best and with confidence guide not only the reps who are working with us in integrating all these different aspects, but also guide our client in their choices. You know, and so we are really the in between, which which is what we do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's part of our job. Um, you know, smart technology or not, um, and 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 really be that at this intersection and really know when to draw the line. You know, um, uh, other than the budget drawing the line, or the architect saying, "No, actually, this is physically not possible." Yeah, <laughs> but then, okay. So first, but the way we have that with the architect and uh, at, at that stage. But then when we go into, so this is all conceptual and this is all budget. And uh, so that's a design development, and we are making all these choices. But as we know, you know, then we move on to the construction and the building, and then you know, for some we open walls and see what's possible. For others, we just you know building brand new construction and we also see what's possible and what's not possible. So that's a, that's another phase. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, no, it's all very interesting and it's, and we always make it work, you know, one way or yeah. another, there's always, always, um, I always have this, have this philosophy. It's, it's, there's always a way, you know, yeah. we just have to find that, you know, the way it works. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it's, and it's interesting because in our, on the AV side, you know, over, over in the tech space on the AV side, and there's this little, little wedge of the pie that's known as, as the CDA community. Um, and CDA is an acronym for one of the industry associations. It's custom electronic design and installation association. And it was, it was really, it was formed by a group of individuals and has since exploded to tens of thousands around the world, but who have an interest in creating an exceptional experience but understanding the nuances of needing to customize the environment, the product, perhaps bending some of the rules on the technology protocols in order to have technology adapt to a, a specific space to deliver that exceptional experience. And over the years, I mean, for, you know, 10, 25, 30 years now, you know, how these things have been accomplished has been pretty amazing. Um, and, and now, you know, now it's all becoming much more refined and much more designed forward. And I think that that's, you know, that's really what, where I got excited about, about this space is that the type of customizations and the type of experiences that this group of individuals is able, is able to do really caters very nicely to what you guys on the design side do. Um, but I realized that we weren't really having a good conversation most of the time. <laughs> Because we didn't understand the roles, um, you know, that, that the individuals played and, and really how to best utilize the roles and the proper timing of, of that inclusion. So that's kind of why I wanted to walk through that process with you a little, a little bit there. And I, you know, I really, really mm -hmm. hope the listeners you know, lean in on lean in on this and maybe rewind back to the start and, and listen to that whole run again, because I think it's, it is, it can be a, a confusing space to navigate um, coming, coming from the technology space where we've got all this cool stuff to tell you about. And it's amazing. But we know at some point you're not going to like it because it's going to impact your design, maybe. <laughs> so, so we get kind of we get kind of caught up in the fear factor of how much is too much or what what is the right approach, so that we don't you know scare you, the design community, off um, by all of the cool things that we can do, but the confusion that lies sometimes with 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 the unknown. So. Um, so, you know, to your point about, you know, designers need to educate yourselves, you know, and that's, um, that's good. And I appreciate that, but how can our community help, um, help your community provide that better education? Do you feel like there's anything that's lacking or particular kind of product categories, you know, smart product categories that, um, that maybe our industry is, is missing or not, um, not giving you guys enough on the design side? Mm, that's a great question. Um, 
You know what I often think is that when I went to kitchen, um, to, to Kavis, the kitchen industry uh, bath uh, show yeah. um, in Las Vegas in January. Um, so it was great because it was really a, a, a learning curve between always, you know, what kitchen and bath appliances, you know, uh, deliver and how they develop every year and the mm-hmm. technological side, the smart tech, it's just unbelievable. And, and so, so interesting, um, you know, artificial intelligence as well as voice over control. Um, every, everything is there. Um, but I always think, okay, so that's a lot to take in, you know, as a designer, not only we have to understand uh, how the appliances are evolving, but then how to use them, you know, and then how to formulate it back to our clients. That's fine. You know, that, that's one huge step. But I'm, I'm wondering if that could be a conference. And I don't know if I'm asking, to, you know, like, or maybe it exists already and I, and I don't really know, but like that would be really specifically for designers, you know, architects, designers, mm-hmm. interior architects, designers, where we could go through, you know, a whole explanation of, yeah, okay, there is like the kitchen business, the kitchen and bath appliances, but then there is, you know, theater, movie theater, you know, mm-hmm. often there is this demand, you know, what do I do with my movie theater? How do I learn that I need speakers in front as well as on the ceiling <laughs> and some in the back on the side? You know, there's a whole, there's a whole, um, science, you know, as you know, you know, for, for this. So how could I learn it other than a very um, uh, efficient, you know, rep who would explain that to, to me, you know, mm-hmm. because I ask questions, you know, and because I, I can read the plans and I can understand, you know, how the electricity is going to be, the d- different electrical points and, and, you know, the integrated lighting, you know, mm-hmm. lighting, there's so much to learn, you know, there's, yeah. and there's so much development with circadian, circadian oh, lighting, you know, yes. and how it, it helps, you know, our wellness for sleep as well as daytime, uh, which degree, you know, the, how many lumens the, the lighting should be, you know, 2,700, 3,000, you know, uh, 3, what's the difference, you know, to, to, to 4,000, how does it affect the mood, uh, you know, like, so I, I really wonder if it could be more of a conference that could go into into detail just just for more catered for designer, or if there is already one existing with appliances and everything, you know, for smart tech, video, radio, everything, um, how, how could be maybe a special tour that is dedicated to designers, you know, maybe not creating one, but maybe one where we can jump in and be guided specifically for our work. Yeah. That's just a thought. Yeah. Well, uh, I happen to love that thought and I am going to champion that thought. (laughs) If you're okay with that, I will absolutely be following up with you after this. Oddly enough, this is, this is kind of the way, this is kind of the way my day has gone. So, um, I met, we've talked a little bit about Tony Sabatino, who's NKBA chapter president there in your, in your area. I was talking to Tony earlier about this type of type of thing as well as how do we as a as a community provide more information inspiration education at a time when every event has been obliterated for the foreseeable future um and we can't gather so it is there uh so we've been talking about that a little bit i also was talking to a, a guy in my network named mark Chikowski and mark is um he's an influencer in this in the av space but he created a series of regional events called the tech summits which this cd organization bought and has now um brought those to market you may have been to tech summits there they have uh, there's a tech summit in new york tech summit in new Jersey. Um, yes, yes. I have not been, but I heard. I heard yeah. about. It. Yes, so, yes. So I'll follow up with you. I'll follow up with you on those events specifically. Um, they are still scheduled, but to. obviously, I, you know, I think it thinks you know 
who knows what will happen. I think they are still scheduled, but that would be one place for you for sure. But to your point, none of the curriculum is really directed specifically to designers or architects, um, either individually or, or together. And I think that that is, that is a bit of a miss um, from our industry. It doesn't mean that that curriculum doesn't exist though. A lot of manufacturers and other, um, and other, brands, people um, have created the curriculum and much of it is um, has CEU or um, continuing education um, credits available, but there isn't mm-hmm. necessarily a, a singular event that really caters to that. And that's what I love mm-hmm. about what, what you were talking about and the thing that I really would like to champion because as everything is, as events are being virtualized now, um, I think that this is, this is absolutely needed. And, and what does that, what does that look like? I don't know, but I've got some ideas forming. So let's definitely talk about that yes yeah. absolutely because i i always think you know like it's 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 so important to understand better again you know it's big, big between being that bridge between i'm passionate about technology i think I mean, you guess that yes. you know? it's like it's, it, it comes easy to me you know i want to know learn about you know the latest av development i understand you know the 3d dimension and and how can we use ar and ai yeah. you know to our advantage you know not only as designers but also as a as an end user i want to understand how could i use it you know yeah. at home at work you know be when i try you know what what can I just dis- discover there yeah. um, but in addition to that you know it's like for work you know for inter- and, and I really want designers to feel comfortable to be able to do that even on a virtual way you know yeah. like like I have uh, you know zoom uh, virtual conferences or, or not zoom you know like it can be slack it can be you know yeah. FaceTime and whatever is convenient and how can I just explain that and in such a fluent way you know I, I'll, I do it to the best of my ability but how could I find you know, even more shortcuts you know mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that would be that would be and that would make things easier so and, yeah. and, I'm, and yeah. I'm familiar with technology what about for those who are not you right know? Um, right uh, so it would make it really really good yeah absolutely there are some um, some integration firms uh, that are that are taking the lead on this and, it, and there's one actually in your in your neck of woods called cloud nine um, I'm not sure oh, yes. Do you know, have you heard of cloud nine so yes, they yes. Um, in the fall I think they've now done four so this will make the fifth year they do an AIA CEU summit and it's usually in October oh. right around that October you know in that October time frame for New York um, and it's okay. a it's been a one-day event um, you can look them up I'll send you the details uh, afterwards but cloud nine um, in New York and they should okay. have some chatter about when they're scheduling it but it's a day-long event um, I attended the one year before last and I think if I'm not mistaken they said there was about 80 architects and about 20 designers there um, and it was more it, because it was yes. an AIA CEU is much more at that time it was centered in, on on architects um, we we definitely influenced bringing in um, designers as well. Tony Sabatino, again, bless her heart. She brought the tribe. Um, but, Fantastic. but so, yes. you know, there's, Tony's there's that great. one in New York. Um, so I definitely would encourage you. And if you don't have a relationship with cloud nine, again, I'll, I'll make that connection for you. That's one of the things I do is connect mm. people, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just something I do. Um, but there's another one out, <laughs> out here in Montana, <laughs> lo and behold, um, there was an integrator to SAB digital environments. They work very closely with builders and they did a three day long, um, architect designer, CEU, um, 
thing. And this was last week. So it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and there were different, you know, hour long sessions. They were all led by uh, manufacturers. So Savant did a session, Josh AI did a session, uh, Lutron okay. did a session, okay. you know, and so very yes. he- heavy emphasis on lighting, um, uh, but also um, automation control, um, security, mm-hmm. those, those kinds of things. So, yes. Yes. so, yes. you know, glo- glo- globally, I would just say, you know, meaning as an industry, we don't necessarily have that singular event we're getting there, but there are these little pockets that are, um, that, that are producing. And, and I think if we can expand on that, um, much, much better, much better job. There's another resource mm. that I wanted to mention to you. The, mm-hmm. So there's a CD organization. There's another one, the Home Technology Association, um, mm-hmm. acronym is HTA. There were, their URL mm-hmm. is htacertified.org. And they have okay. a couple of tools that, especially for you. So on the homepage there, there's a technology budget calculator. So this is really cool. It it was designed to enable and empower homeowners and designers, architects, and builders to better understand what a project should start to look like from a cost perspective. Um, Regionally pricing changes and depending on the type of products that they they, uh, carry, the integrator's pricing can be dramatically different. So kind of having this baseline um, helps establish the right conversation and also helps establish that you're working with the right technology integrator. So then they also have yes. a tech, they also have an integrator finder on on their site. And that organization mm-hmm. just serves to certify integration firms based on 60 plus points of um, of uh, testing. They need to be trade endorsed. So an integrator would have to be endorsed mm-hmm. by an architect, a designer, a builder, <laughs> those trades that are important yes, to yes. you as well um, and have to be financially sound amongst other things. So good resource there. But where I was pointing to is there's an articles tab and there's a bunch of articles on there about trending technologies. Um, so you'll see human-centric lighting. You'll see um, the smart home, what you need to know. There's a whole section mm-hmm. on aftercare service. Um, you know, it just it, lots of really, really good information. And it is designed to be presented to architects, designers, and homeowners. Um, so it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's been curated from the trade, but, um, but is, is not a sales pitch. So really good resources oh, for you to have. Thank yeah. you for, for that. Yes, yeah. I, I heard about the technology budget calculator. I think uh, um, one or two architects worked with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, thank you for clarifying that. I think this is really very good uh, yeah. information. Yeah, just and then, you know... Um, Yes, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, and that tool, so you know, is available. You can, that they, they would provide that to you to embed on your website. So if that was something mm-hmm. that you wanted to use with your clients as well, um, you certainly can reach Fantastic. out to them. So, yeah. So, oh, you know, there's, know. Yes. yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's, we're, we're trying, <laughs> we're trying. Um, <laughs> but, you know, as I said, you know, this is really why I started this podcast was, you know, to kind of provoke thought and, and, and to have these conversations, but to ask the questions that start leading to the answers that create a more cohesive environment um, with, with designers and integrators. And there's just, you know, so mm-hmm. much is changing and so, and so quickly. Um, but what's coming is really amazing. It's already amazing, but what's, what's, you know, come around the bend is, is really amazing. So um, you know, amazing. all, all uh-huh. in on trying to make this uh, connection happen sooner than, sooner than later. So, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. For sure. We've been chatting mm-hmm. quite a bit here and I, and I feel like I've led the conversation here a, a little bit, but is there anything that we didn't cover today that, that you want to, that you want to chat about or, or share with the audience? Oh, um, you know, I, I think we talked about the um, technology, you know, uh, smart tech, and that's been great. And, you know, I'm happy to either go on on the, um, you know, KB's, you know, development that I've found that were like really amazing. Uh, but I would love also to talk about, you know, how, uh, um, you know, the integration of that, but thinking about wellness and sustainability is really very important and, and how that's just, a, you know, a key to our approach um, 
you know, um, again, you know, smart uh, uh, home and as technology is, is a means to an end. It's very important and absolutely part of, of the contemporary interior design we, we create, but uh, the environments we create, but also how it's important to always, always keep in mind, you know, how actually by using smart tech, you are more relaxed and sometimes by just, you know, either voice control or uh, the use of some, you know, buttons, you can just relax more as soon as you understand and control better. Um, and, and part of taking control, for instance, for security, um, you know, in your home, in your residence, is just uh, it's just part of your mental wellness. Just to know that you are well equipped, you're well installed, and and you can just uh, you know um, feel better, secure. Um, and as and as as far as I, I thought, there is so much going on, so much development. It is so exciting. I wrote profusely about that. You know, being a KB's um, influencer, um, uh, design hounds. You know, um, uh, so just design hounds is is a uh, is a term that is led by uh, you know uh, Modenus, which is uh, labeled like um, to to put it simply like. Um, like a pro- comprehensive digital resource, you know, for design professional and design ent- enthusiasts about designers and products and all the portfolio that designers are doing. Um, and um, and the Linux directory, just, uh, you know, the organization came up, which is led by Veronica Ingelson-Miller. Um, and, and she works very, uh, she, she works very closely with her daughter, Florence uh, Van Pellet. Um, and and they they created that uh, term called design hands, which is an an award term to design to to describe a designer as an influencer. Um, but but what's even uh, more notable is that how she started actually to to create. Um, Veronica is a very 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 clever uh, businesswoman. <laughs> she she started to create years ago these block tours. Um, to really uh, create a relationship between companies uh, and designers and just, just make sure that designers would develop a more, uh, more knowledge uh, with manufacturers' products uh, and manufacturers uh, would, would understand better what designers do. You know? So there's kind of a collaboration um, and, and an understanding of, of each other's function and, and services. Um, and, and by designers uh, the ones who are bloggers could write about it and so therefore you know from the consumer and um, the, the audience could understand better also what is happening out there um, so there's multiple outcomes uh, out of these collaborations that she created so they used to be called blog tools and then then she called them, uh, them the design hands tour um, so I was part of this KB's design hand in 2020 in Las Vegas and I saw amazing amazing development and I you know and 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 really understanding how homeowners in 2020, you know, are looking for more convenience, you know, clean lines and easy access to counters and cabinets with less clutters in kitchen, um, in bathroom. They are they want to have more of a space to replenish, you know, themselves. They they uh, steam showers, like um, you know, are very very catered toward wellness, um, uh, you know, used with aromatherapy, music playing and so on but there's also the bathtub you know which becomes like a spa experience um and seeing you know some products like um in the kitchen you know i go back to that you know with one refrigerators um you know glass scale center dishwashers that are really and, uh, and also the uptick of steam ovens and you know induction uh, cooking um 
all these all these smart home you know um appliances and uh, that can be integrated into a smart home system yeah, and sometimes connected. just by the push of a connected mm -hmm. you know is it's just it's just all for the comfort of of, of you know the end user you know the homeowner um so again you know just just to close the loop the more we understand that technology the more we can use it to our advantage you know the better um and and all of these devices that are really thought through um with energy efficiency are um are a step toward um, sustainability Yeah. So I went through a lot of, uh, you know, I opened a lot of loops here, but I just wanted to make sure <laughs> about, you know, yeah. different aspects. Um, and to, to conclude, I will say that, you know, yes, we see really, um, as I was saying in my piece that you, that you talked about, you know, how new materials, you know, um, mm. sustainable materials are um, really Uh, um, a present, you know, that represent a vital transformation in the industry of building, you know, architecture um, um, and, you know, interior design, especially in the housing sector, you know, I mean, there's like 30% of human energy usage, you know, um, and, um, and it produces a third of a global greenhouse gas emission. Mm -hmm. So the more and the faster we understand, you know, that it's an urgent responsibility to use more sustainable solutions in our designs, you know, uh, the better. The better mm -hmm. we can just aim and maybe exceed the net zero standards, um, you know, that we're aiming for. Um, and then also for designers, the more we understand how we can use uh, healthier, you know, materials and products, um, you know, that meet rigorous um, well-being certification standards, you know, um, such as GOATS, Architex, you know, FST, which is the Forest Stewardship Council mm -hmm. for wood materials. Uh, GOATS and Architex are for textiles. Uh, the more we educate ourselves, we, we get these certifications. You know, I'm a green app, a member of a sustainable furnishing councils. I'm a member of a living future institutes where I constantly educate myself Uh, and learn and, and, and get certification. I'm on the path to getting a certification on understanding many aspects of sustainable buildings, um, materials to biophilia, to, um, to different ways of, 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 of designing with sustainable um, materials. Um, and I'm also, you know, studying the, more to become a well-up. So there's always, you know, this... <laughs> Uh, I'm not saying everybody has to do this, but um, it's just like the more you educate yourself and you understand better what's what's for the betterment of our planet, you know, the better, and especially us being in the building industry, um, the better for the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that actually is the perfect segue to, to kind of the closing Closing comments or, or close, closing question and then closing comments. So, uh, you know, as, as pandemic and coming out of this mess, um, whether for ever or just for temporary, we shall see. Um, what, do you, what do you see as trends? What do you, what do you think is, what do you think will influence design? How do you think that um, home and work life has been forever changed? You know, what is, what does that kind of, what does that look like to you? Um, yes, that's a great question. Um, uh, definitely people are spending more time at home. Um, and um, so definitely what's happening is they are thinking how to use, refresh, <laughs> renovate their mm -hmm. interiors and how can they make them more functional, you know. Um, uh, this, I think, will, uh, there will 
be a huge uh, surge of renovation or new construction and real estate. You know, uh, we, we were talking about urban role, I think. Mm-hmm. People talk about this, how people are going to move, uh, urban, urban role, are going to move out of large cities and, and move to the outskirts and, and buy large houses. So they're ready for the next, you know, uh, pandemics because, um, you know, apparently this one is a rehearsal. So. <laughs> Get ready, boys and girls. <laughs> um, you know, but, but I think there is like a, an awareness of we need to be, well and to feel well at home i think yep. if there is one you know um uh, outcome um, uh, there is this one you know um, and also um people will be working more from home um you know because of of not only of what happened here but it was already in the in development you know now how people could find a convenient way to work from home and 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 commute you know to their office and i think now really the, the big 500 companies are really rethinking on their budgets you know this actually works you know these virtual <laughs> meetings we don't need to have people at in the office all traveling for all these conferences at all times there's a lot of productivity that's happening right there you know from people working from home so i think there are there will be new ways of thinking and new new strategies you know in these big workplaces and large workplaces and they better be attractive and healthy and speaking of healthy i think there will be a, a real uptick of sustainable and healthy materials and healthy environments in workplaces in travel spaces, hospitality spaces, you know, uh, and environments, how can we still attract, you know, uh, our crowd uh, to travel and, and feel safe, um, as well as in residence? You know, people will want to, to be able to have a work from home space, you know, and also multifunctional kitchen so they can oversee kids, have interaction, but then still work. You know, how can we extend the indoor to the outdoor, mm. a patio, a backyard, a balcony, depending where you live, you know, but that we have this connection with nature. People staying home uh, when they go out can connect with nature and have to. And so I think there is this, this awareness now of how important it is to also walk out and, and connect with nature and how can we bring this back home not just with plants because biophilia is not just plants it's just really connecting with nature in different ways air light you know the quality of your air how can it be kept healthy um ventilated and how you know light again you know uh, uh, as a huge influence natural light on as well as um electrical lights and so on you know so i think there will be um these um some of these outcomes will really be um important post-pandemic or you know yeah. during also the next 18 months it's really coming yeah it's gonna be really interesting it's really interesting so um so sidebar on that uh open concept uh stay or go <laughs> Lots of discussions, actually. (laughs) Uh, um, I do think the open concept of a kitchen to the living room, that's definitely, you know, being um, on the rise um, because it's we need multifunctional uh, spaces for families and multi-generation, you know, kids coming back from college or parents living, aging in place, living with. um, um, 
But I think also people are talking about partitions and making pockets of spaces. <laughs> people still yeah. need their private spaces. And, yeah. and if you are in multi-family, you know, um, many family members living in the same space, there's a, there are moments where you gather and moments when you each go into your room and, and have to, or if you can't go a room, a space, mm-hmm. and, and, and you have to, to be on your own, you know, to either work, relax, exercise, um, you know, um, yeah, meditate, yeah. whatever you do. You know, we all need a me space and we all need, you know, uh, spaces for interactions. So um, I think it's going to be a mix of both. Um, but definitely an uptick in home office, um, gyms, you know, mm-hmm. we see that, you know, fitness centers because uh, meaning like at home, yep. you know, creating mm-hmm. an entire space dedicated to this. And if it takes some part of a garage or some part of a, you know, a, a door, they just want to have a, a space, you know, on their own. Um, but I think there will also be a, a, an uptick on studio, you know, artistic studios, mm-hmm. um, you know, artists playing music or, or composing or um, painting or um, creative. I think there's also like- that. like a creative space yeah yes yeah. yes because yeah. because if this happens they can't go to their studio so why not have it home right away so there's a lot of you know financial uh, but also you know uh, it's just right there you know you don't yeah. have to commute and go anywhere at, at the same time you can work from there so yeah. i think yeah, yeah. definitely the, the value of home and how mm-hmm. we can reconfigure it so it's a well uh, it's a wellness space, but you know, for mental well-being as well as a productive, you know, productivity. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, the word of functionality and productivity are part of home, and how can we integrate this concept to make mm-hmm. them to to make them part of home? I love it. I love it. There's nothing more that I can say. I just want to just the show should end right right there. Um, this is brilliant, really. I so appreciate. The, the conversation and, and the insights and, and, and the deep dives that you took. Um, truly, I, just for myself personally, incredibly educational conversation, um, but more so very inspiring. Um, you've, given me all, <laughs> you've given me all sorts of ideas. I will definitely be in touch with you with some follow-up um, questions, questions, comments, um, and, and, and things I'd like to explore with you a little bit more. But, um, but before, before I forget, uh, contact info for you, for the audience, if anybody wanted to get in touch with you or read your fabulous blogs, follow you on social ETC, um, where would they find oh. you? Yeah. Share, share your Thank details. You. Thank you so much. It's been so wonderful uh, being here. Um, so um, my blog is uh, laurencecar.com slash forward blog. Uh, which is L-A-U-R-E-N-C-E-C-A-R.com slash forward blog, B-L-O-G. And uh, my social media on Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and Facebook is at Laurence Carr Design all together. Um, so you can find us there. Um, and um, Twitter is Laurence T. Carr. So these are the ways you can connect with us. Perfect. Perfect. And for those of you listening in on the show description, wherever you are listening to this podcast, Spotify, Google, Apple, ETC, wherever you're consuming it, um, in the show notes, we will have uh, Lawrence's uh, social media handles and all of that will be listed in the notes. So if you didn't capture all of that while you're on the fly, because you're undoubtedly walking your dog or working out or doing something fabulous right now, um, do go back, check the notes. You can reconnect that way as well. So Lawrence, again, thank you so much for the time today. I, I, I just... 
heart, the hand on heart. I truly appreciate it. That's going to be a big thwap on my poor audio producer's side. Um, but I just, I appreciate you taking the time and, and really spending, spending the time and, and providing as much detail as you did again for myself personally, but I know for the, for the industry and those who live at the intersection of technology and design, this is a really valuable conversation. So more, more uh, with you. you. So absolutely. Absolutely. More with you uh, another day. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely dive. We'll, we'll do another deep dive. So um, until yes. then be well and uh, yeah. And, and here's your success. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I love your show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Wonderful. We'll talk soon. All right. Everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of connecting tech and design. This was a conversation with Lawrence Carr, Lawrence Carr design. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you again on another episode.